Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Well, hello and welcome to episode 22 of my careers podcast. Today, I'm absolutely thrilled to have a very special guest, the entrepreneur on fire, John Lee Dumas on the show. Now, John Lee Dumas is the founder and host of Entrepreneur on Fire, an award-winning podcast revealing the journey of today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Entrepreneur on Fire generates over 250,000 US dollars a month in revenue and offers a free 15-day course on podcasting at freepodcastcourse.com. With over a million unique listeners a month, Entrepreneur on Fire has inspired Fire Nation to take control of their life and take the entrepreneurial leap. Now, welcome, John, and thank you for joining me. I have something that I've been looking forward to saying for a long time. Are you prepared to ignite? Jane, I am excited. I am prepared to ignite, and 22 is my lucky number, so let's do this. Oh, is it? Oh, how good is that? (laughs) (laughs) And now it's my lucky number too, John. Yay! Now, as you know, this podcast is all about careers and offers inspiration to those who are looking for a new career direction. Now, I've done a lot of research, and I know you've had a fascinating career path that led you to where you are today. So, Can we, to start off with, find out about John Lee Dumas before you became the entrepreneur uh, on fire with over 1,018 podcast episodes under your belt? Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your early background and where you're from? Yeah, sure. Born and raised in the state of Maine, which for anybody in Australia, that's about an hour and a half north of Boston. So um, kind of a country state and not much going on. I was in a very small town. And when I left for college, it was on an army ROTC scholarship where I spent the next eight years post-college as an army officer in the U.S. Army and I did a little 13-month tour of duty in Iraq. Post-army, I struggled pretty mightily for six years. I tried a bunch of different careers. I tried law school and I dropped out after one semester. Corporate finance died a slow death in a cubicle. I tried commercial and residential real estate out in California, back in Maine, Failure, failure, failure. And I just was struggling because I wasn't excited about anything that I was doing. I knew that I had this enthusiasm to pour into something, but it had to be the right thing. And and I just wasn't having any success up to that point in my life. And I was 32 years old. Mm. But fortunately, it was in that year that I had my aha moment for Entrepreneur on Fire because I was consuming all these podcasts. I was loving listening to podcasts. But I was running out of podcasts because my favorite shows were ones that interviewed inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. And the reality and sad thing was they were doing it once a week or twice a month. And and there just wasn't enough quantity for me. You know, I even went all the way back in their back catalogs, which 
took me weeks to complete, even though it took them years to record. So I was like, man, there has to be that podcast that's seven days a week that has a fresh new interview with an inspiring entrepreneur. And Jane, it did not exist. I searched up and down for it. So I decided to take a little quote from uh, Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. And launch Entrepreneur on Fire, the first seven-day-a-week podcast interviewing inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. And here we are at episode 1,000, as you mentioned, in 17. Another one going live every single day. We're getting over a million listens per month um, for our podcast. And uh, we're consistently generating over $250,000 a month in revenue. And we're actually honored uh, um, as Best of iTunes podcast, which was a blast. And it's just been a great journey. Oh, it's just such a fascinating journey as well. But you make it sound almost so easy, even though <laughs> you'd gone through uh, what you considered to be failures. But can I just tap into when you were a little boy, when you were a, a young teenager, what did you have in your mind about what you wanted to be when you grew up? I was pretty non-entrepreneurial. Like you hear the people like Gary Vaynerchuk, and I'm sure Australia has, you know, very similar personalities like that, where they were just entrepreneurs the minute they were born. They were out rocking and rolling at nine years old, just like selling baseball cards on the weekends and, and making, you know, thousands of dollars. That was not me. Like, I was just not entrepreneurial at all. You know, I was like, I want to be a professional baseball player. And, you know, that was like my dream. And it's, it was never like even close to reality, but you know, that was just something that I saw growing up that I would love to do. And, and I didn't really think about the future that much. I didn't really have something I wanted to be when I grew up. It just wasn't something I dwelt upon. I was much more of a living in the moment kind of person. And it wasn't until I was 32 that I took my first entrepreneurial leap. So, you know, I think that should be comforting, hopefully for a lot of people listening that, you know, you don't have to, to start young. You don't have to you know, have this entrepreneurial DNA, you know, if that even exists, you know, you can definitely just take your time, give yourself space, find that passion. And then when the time is right, just just throw yourself into it in a powerful way. Mm. So at the age of 32, when you made this this change, and you decided, okay, I'm going to take the leap into entrepreneurship. Did you feel afraid at any point when making the changes? Every single step of the way, there was fear, there was terror, there was doubt, you know, there was misgivings. I mean, that never goes away though. That's the thing. You know, here I am, you know, a few years later, you know, a very successful podcast, you know, generating millions of dollars a year in revenue. And and the fear still doesn't go away. It's still there, it's still prevalent, it's still what kind of keeps you sharp. You know, there's like some very famous actors that used to throw up every time before they actually went on and performed on stage. And that never went away for them because that's kind of what kept them sharp. They, you know, it mattered. It mattered to them. And the minute that the fear goes away, it stops mattering. And, and, and that's not a good thing. So I embrace it. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right because you get that that adrenaline rush as well when you're feeling afraid and yeah. you think, okay, should I take that leap or not? And every single time, I know whenever I've been afraid and I've done it anyway, you feel so good. You think, hey, I'm I'm better than I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time, uh, you think, okay, you get feel a little bit more brave as well. But I work with a lot of people who are going through career transition and may have experienced redundancies, so their confidence levels is that it's pretty low because a decision about their employment or their career path has been made by somebody else, their employer as such. Um, and so a lot of what I do, I try and build up their confidence again. Do you have any tips and techniques that you could recommend on how to just believe in yourself and, and get on with it? 
Yeah. You know, to really believe in yourself, it really starts number one with surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, we live around a lot of Debbie Downers and Don Doolittles that are just not, you know, that inspiring of people or that motivating of people. And if we let them be the average of the five people that we spend the most time with, then, you know, that's going to be a bad average. Like I do love that quote by Jim Rohn that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And it's so true. So look at the five people that you're spending the most time with. And if you're not that impressed with what you're seeing, there's probably a reason for it. And, you know, that's probably the reason why you're not that impressed with the results that you've been experiencing. Because, you know, we just, we have this tendency to, to be the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So why not take the time, take the effort, and really immerse yourself with just five amazing people. I'm not saying disown, you know, your friends that you know aren't, aren't necessarily the best of influences, but, you know, give them some space and get, and get some space for yourself and start hanging out with, with some inspiring people who are doing great things, and you'll be shocked at how quickly you, your whole view on life changes. Yeah, I have, I have to admit, whenever I want to do something new as well, and I think, oh, I, I don't know. If there's someone who says, no, I think it's too hard, mm. then, then it just it's, it's self-perpetuating, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a bit, bit like that saying, you know, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're absolutely right. Henry Ford. Exactly. And um, that's one of my favorite, favorite sayings, because you've got to have that that positive mental attitude on a daily basis. You know, I have to tell you, I listened to one of your oh, really inspiring um, podcasts because you interview so many interesting people. <laughs> your episode 589 with Hal Ed- Elrod, The Miracle Morning, was really, really inspiring because he, he was the 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 gentleman who at the age of 20 he had a car crash and he died for six minutes and was revived and and then he said that it just it really turned his life around and he he just started to embrace every single moment yeah absolutely and Hal's actually become a dear friend of mine he lives here in San Diego County and was just actually over just a couple of days ago in my house because he's filming for his new movie called The Miracle Morning Movie and oh. I'm going to be a uh, a featured guest interviewee in that movie. So it was kind of cool how he flipped the scripts and uh, we got to kind of hang out and chat and, and get interviewed for um, his new movie coming out because it's, it's such an impressive story. That is so exciting. Just, oh, that, oh, to me, that, that's amazing. I can't wait to see it when it comes out because, yeah. because when you were talking to him, it was just incredible, you know, his story and your story and how you turn things around. And it really is all to do with um, appreciating life and then thinking, well, you know what? I've got an idea. Why not do it? Um, and then just, just move forward. Um, can you tell me when you got into podcasting, and, and, and I have to absolutely agree with you, when you find a podcast that you really like and then you start to listen to them, unless you get to every single day, it, it's a bit frustrating having to wait. There's another podcast I quite like, and it's only once a week. But, you know, when, when the week comes around, it's like, oh, OK, well, I have to wait so long for <laughs> the next episode. So having it every day and what you've done is you you actually identified um, a gap in the market and then you took advantage of it which is just such a smart thing to do because now every, every single day someone can listen to you or listen to you interviewing someone um, who's done something else that inspired that is inspiring and exactly right if you surround yourself by people or you listen to people who are very positive and give you new ideas on what you can do it just takes you to the next level doesn't it 
Totally does. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Now tell me, um, I was going through all of the different things that you've got on offer now. You've got Podcast Paradise. <laughs> you've got the Fire Path. You've got your free podcast course. You've got your free webinar course. You've got Quotes on Fire, which is really inspiring as well. Plus, back in 2013, you published your book, Podcast Launch. So with all of these things on, how do you manage your time? Yeah, I will say, number one, it's all about batching for me. I do all eight interviews for Entrepreneur on Fire on Tuesdays. We start at 9 a.m. We end at 5 p.m. I do one on the hour every hour. And what's great is that then there I'm done. One day I wake up, I bring my energy, I bring the heat, and by the time the day is over, boom, I am now able to focus on the other parts of my business, the other six days of the week. Because I do put in some hours on both Saturday and Sunday. I'm not afraid to admit it. Now, the other times that we're doing things like being interviewed on other shows, doing webinars for our, our communities, you know, that's all very structured. We have the same times that we do every single week. So now we know very much so what's our committed time and then what's our free time. So for instance, you know, you and I are talking on a Wednesday. I have absolutely nothing on my schedule for tomorrow or Friday. There are two 100% open days that I'm going to be able to do whatever my heart desires. Now, that's going to be work, but it's going to be work on things that I want to work on. And so it's really critical for me to just batch things in a really efficient way so that when I do have free time, it's really free time. Oh, I think that that's, that's really good because otherwise some people tend to multitask with everything and they think, okay, I can do a bit of this, a bit of that. Then, <laughs> then when you're on holiday, you're actually still checking your phone. That's, that's a big right. no-no. Um, now, as an entrepreneur, because I know you're a busy man and it's so good that you do have, you know, like set times when you are free. That's, that's one of the best time management um, bits of advice that I've heard. Being an entrepreneur, what would you say is the hardest thing? So there's a lot of tough things about being an entrepreneur. Like it's really hard to kind of pinpoint just one. But if I had to say what a lot of people experience that I definitely experienced as well is it's just that feeling of being alone. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you're, oft you're oftentimes striking off with your own idea, with your own path. And yes, you can connect with other people, but they have their own ideas. They're on their own path. So it's really important, number one, to realize that, hey, I need to make a point to find my community. You know, so, you know, it's, it's this world of abundance that we live in. And so when I started, I was saying, hey, I'm going to find other business podcasters that I can talk to, that I can relate with, that I can share my struggles and wins and failures and get into that because it is tough. And that's probably the toughest thing that entrepreneurs face is just that feeling of, lacking a community of lacking a home and that's why a lot of people just spend 40 miserable years going to the office every day because you know at least they have some kind of community there and i get it because i've been there before you know before i saw the awesome opportunities in the world of entrepreneurship like i you know felt like i had to have a place to call work home and a lot of people feel that way because that's us, that's human beings. You know, we are a tribe mentality. We need to fit in. We need to have that tribe, that community, that family so critical on every step of the way. So that's something I see a lot of podcasters uh, and entrepreneurs in general struggle with. Yeah, yeah. The, the loneliness. I, I run my own coaching business as well. And um, it's good to have a couple of corporate clients who use me regularly so I can actually go into their offices and I can see the team. And it's just nice to say, you know, good morning to the receptionist, the same yeah. receptionist in the morning. And, and you know where you're going to go to have the coffee. Then you can have a chat with the team. Uh, whereas when I'm at home, I find when I'm working, I can I can start working at eight in the morning, forget to have lunch. 
um, almost forget to have dinner unless I'm starving and I could be <laughs> easily working till midnight. But, you know, I think when you love what you do, the time just flies, doesn't it? It really does. I mean, I can remember so clearly how slow my days went back in corporate America, back in, you know, I was doing other things, you know, whatever it was. And now I just like, I, I no longer, like I used to look at the clock as an enemy as like some, something that would go so slow. Now I just, you know, I, I never really kind of just have this feeling like, oh my God, it's, it's only 11 o'clock or, oh my God, it's 4 p.m. Like there's, there's never anything like that. It's just like, it is what it is. I'm doing what I'm doing. And oftentimes I just can't believe how fast, you know, the day is gone. Yeah, it's so nice when you're doing something and you're actually in the moment and the time passes and you look at your watch and think, oh my goodness, where did the last three hours go? Because right. you were so absorbed. So I think that that's one of the most fun parts of um, running a business that I really enjoy. What's the most fun thing about being the entrepreneur on fire? I'd say getting to talk to just inspiring and successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And of course, for me, that's eight of them one day a week. But getting to have that many conversations with that many awesome and inspiring people, you know, that's my average. I am spending the time, most of my time with these inspiring and successful entrepreneurs every single week and building connections and relationships and just having fun across the board. It's awesome. And I love every step of the way. Yeah. Now, if someone wanted to get into entrepreneurship or say they wanted to launch their own podcast, what would be your top three tips for success? Well, for starting your own podcast, I would say number one, and this is you know a little self-serving, but it is completely true. I've created a 100% free training um, at freepodcastcourse.com. And that is just a 15-day training for free where I teach people how to create, grow, and monetize your own podcast. And that just takes you through every single step of the process that you need to do all of those things. You know, I would follow up on that by saying you really need to know that you are going forward with the right topic, a topic that blends your passions and your skill sets. So you're overlapping in that zone of genius because podcasting needs to be looked at as a marathon, not a sprint. And that's the thing that we're doing. This is a long game. Go for it with the long game in mind. And then number three, you have to nail your avatar. You need to know who that perfect listener for your podcast is. Who is that absolutely perfect um, person that's push, pushing play on your podcast? Who is that person? Know them. Know their name, their age, where they're from, when they're listening, how they found out about you. This is all stuff that you're making up, but believe me, creating that avatar will turn out to come true. Yeah, that, that that's so true. Just having the exact person as if it's a little bit like now when, when we're talking and I know that there will be someone listening in and you wonder who that person is. And if you know exactly what their hopes and dreams and fears are, then you can actually make your topic very, very relevant to them. So true. Yeah. Now, John, John Lee Dumas, the man, when you <laughs> decide to take time off, what do you do? What makes your heart sing? I know your work makes your heart sing, but what do you do outside of work? I like being outside. You know, I like doing walks. You know, it kind of sounds boring to some people, but I just love getting out, breathing in the fresh air. Like a lot of people love to go on runs, you know. That's just not for me because, you know, I don't enjoy running, but I enjoy walking and, and listening to a nice podcast. Um, you know, I, I do... Um, 
power walk. So it's, it's a nice brisk walk. Um, but I do at least one 35 minute power walk every day, usually two. Um, it's just something I enjoy again, getting out there in the fresh air, getting the, the blood flowing. And, and I do also like, um, a little circuit training that I do. It's only seven minutes. It's, it's an app workout that I use on my phone, a little seven minute circuit training app. And, you know, I just kind of enjoy that. And I do love, um, continuing to learn more about health and fitness and nutrition and, you know, I have a long way to go when it comes to that, and and I definitely know that that is a priority of mine to really learn what works for me for health, nutrition, and fitness. It's interesting you say the seven-minute um, uh, circuit that you do. Is it called the seven-minute workout? Yeah, that's yeah. it. I do that too. I yes. can't believe it. We work out to the same, same We truly app. do. It's 12, <laughs> 12 exercises in seven minutes. It's pretty intense. Oh, it's really good. I, I was amazed at, at how effective it was. Yeah. I thought, come on, 30 seconds each and then a 10-second break. How yeah. effective can it be? But it's it's really good when, when you don't have a lot of time. But it's just nice to get it well, over and done with your heart beating. There is some legitimate training that that kind of exercise if you stick to it and do it consistently, is better than any kind of chronic cardio. Like people that go for like six mile runs and just slog it out and, and crush their knees and their hips, or jump on an elliptical machine for like forty five minutes, that's not a workout. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's not something that's going to be good for you long term. It's chronic cardio, and this is a full body get in, get out. Don't kill your body. You know, look at it like this is the one vessel that we have like we need to take care of it yeah that's so so true now john i know you're a very very busy man and i i I have a certain amount of time with you (laughs) so before i let you go tell tell me what's your next big project what's what's happening for john lee dumas next so my next big project is actually a physical product and it's called the freedom journal because what i've seen in my life is i've had all of my success because i've learned how to set and accomplish goals. So I decided to create um, an actual beautiful leather-bound journal called the Freedom Journal. And the actual subheadline is 100 Days to Accomplishing Your Goal. And that's exactly what the book will do. It will teach you how to create a SMART goal, which is specific, measurable, um, realistic, I'm oh, sorry, smart, uh, specific, measurable, attainable, relative, and timely. Mm-hmm. SMART goal, that's the acronym for it. Mm-hmm. And then it will walk you through how to create that SMART goal. And then it will take you through a 100 days where it will hold you accountable to accomplishing that goal. And it's again, it's going to be a physical product. It's currently in China right now under production. And uh, when it makes its way back over to the U.S. and uh, to the Amazon stores, I'm excited to uh, be shouting it out from the rooftops. Oh, I can't wait. Let me know the minute the minute it comes <laughs> out because I'll just try and promote it everywhere. Because oh, I, I love, love that. the idea that it's a leather-bound journal. Yes. And um, journaling is is so effective when it comes to getting your life back on track. And having that hundred days, it's it's like you know you know it's a third of the year or a little bit less than a third of the year, but it's a decent amount of time to really affect change. Totally, yeah, that that's so good. Okay, so people can find you. I mean, I think everybody in the world knows where to find you. Entrepreneuronfire.com. Um, is there anywhere else where um, you would like to direct uh, listeners to your your Twitter sure. or Instagram or tell, tell us where we can get John Lee Dumas. So uh, entrepreneur is kind of a difficult word to spell. So you can find all the magic at eofire.com. 
that's um, my website. That's my domain. And there's some great free trainings there. You know, we mentioned the free podcast and free webinar training. It's right there on that site. If you want to learn a little, learn a little bit more about The Freedom Journal, you can just go to thefreedomjournal.com. Um, that's just, there's just a little landing page there where you can just kind of um, sign up for updates and I'll keep you guys updated on the progress of the Freedom Journal as we go forward. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm going to keep following your podcast, John, every day. They download automatically and get my Yay. little daily dose dose of inspiration. And I can't tell you, this honestly is such a thrill for me to have you on the show. I really appreciate your time. And it's been my pleasure to speak to you. It's been awesome. Thanks a lot, Jane. Great. Thanks, John. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.